Spartans! What is your profession? Fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life. Plus, Puffy trying to see me weak. Hearts I rip. Picky Smalls and Junior Mafia, some more ass bitches. Alright, so my podcast this evening is with Dave Potowski. I've known him, grew up a block and a half away from me as a little guy, probably since I'm like uh, 10 years old or something like that, and then uh, worked out at the same gym as him uh, when we were, what, early 20s, late late teens, something like that. Late teens and early 20s. Yeah, like at that time, so a while, while back, Um, and we're going to talk about bodybuilding. Um, I'll post some pictures up uh, on the YouTube video of Dave when he was in his bodybuilding days, and if anyone knows Dorian Yates, that that's a similar situation where the guy was totally jacked, and now you know Dave's still in good shape. It's just he's uh, taking some damage to the body, and and uh, it's it's taking its toll. But um, you got some good stories as far as we were chit chatting before we we got started, and uh, you know. Um, Let's talk about like I remember you as a little 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 guy, little league. You're kind of a heavy little guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was always in you know sports and um. Now you're what two years younger than me? Or uh, one year. One year. Okay. All um, right. I know the first goal that I accomplished was from freshman to sophomore year. I wanted to lose so much weight. I didn't lift yeah. any weights. Okay. During that period, I just made you know an effort to lose weight. Right. You know, I want to transition that body you know, become thinner. Yeah. And that was the first step. I had no thoughts of bodybuilding at that time. Sure, sure, sure. So, I mean, so you weren't like reading the Joe Atlas uh, cover things in the back? And, no, and, I, you know what? we, You know when you lifted weights, you were going to put weight on. Yeah, so I knew right. I just wanted to get my weight down. Right, right, and right, I, right. And I accomplished that goal. And, sure. You know, like everybody else, we started lifting the weights. And right, 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 right. Really right. with no goals in the beginning. Just so about how old were you when, when you started hitting the weights? I would say around sophomore year, so it put me about 15 years old. Yeah, yeah. you know everybody got their Olympic, you know Olympic bench put in the garage. It was everybody start back then. Right. Just gotta adjust a little bit. Uh, yeah, right. So I, I was about the same. I think well, I got like crap weights. I think my parents bought me the. Uh, they were like the plastic coated oh, yeah. cement inside, and it was and it, would, awful. it would leak out. <laughs> yeah, you drop them and they break and everything else. They were terrible. They're a standard little tiny hole in the bar with yeah. the wrench and the dumbbells. It was crap. But uh, and the neighbor gave me uh, down the street. Uh, I think it was Pete down the street. We called him, and he gave me a, a an old bench that he wasn't using and. Uh, because he had bought it to lose weight, and you know he wasn't losing any weight when he lifted. He said he just moved the weight around. Yeah, but uh, let's be honest: a lot of people buy uh, workout equipment and use it for clothes just, hangers, yeah, and yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. So, like, I'm always a big uh, proponent of getting people if you if you're gonna work out to like have someone to work out. And, and bodybuilding would be a thing to work out for, but you know, like, I guess I'm always geared towards. Sending people to go do jujitsu or go, you know, go wrestle or so, you know, some sort of sport, because if you're just lifting weights for general uh, cosmetic appearance stuff, yeah, you get lazy, don't go anymore, all that kind of stuff. But if you've got a tournament coming up that you got to wrestle and you're gonna get your ass kicked if you don't stay working out, so you know it keeps people in there. Yes. But you, and I mean, you know, I remember when you when we were little guy or young guys. You know, you had the genetics for it because, yeah, you put on, like, a ton of weight. I mean, I remember being at the gym with you, and, uh, 
you know, having to, the, I think the first time I saw you, I had to do a double take because I was like, wow, I think we, you know, that's Dave. And it was, but you were, you looked totally, I mean, facially you looked different. Everything looked different from when you were a little guy, you know, playing little league baseball and all that other stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it took over your life. What, uh, you're 15 when you start. When do you get serious? Um, I actually, I went to, before heavy metal, it was Body Center, and okay. I worked at Pepe's, you know, Pepe's oh, Mexican restaurant, so yeah. I would go to Body Center, right. and I was, I really never knew what I had back then. Yeah. I just worked my ass off. Sure. And I had a guy take me under his wing. He noticed how strong I was at that age. Yeah. And I, and I think I told you this before, I was actually getting ready to power lift, and I ended up hurting right. my back, right. and it what kind of took me the route of bodybuilding, mm-hmm. but... um. I would say probably about 16 years old. You know, I just really, you know, I was squatting almost 700 pounds as a teenager, deadlifting the same. My bench wasn't that great, about 350, but I did, and that was clean. Yeah. And it was just, it kind of took over my life. It's hard to explain. And then, um, you know, we all looked at the muscle and fitness magazines back then, Iron Man, and just that look, you know, and it's, you know, everybody wanted to. To look like that, but I sure. don't think anybody knows what it takes to get to that point. Right, right, right. It's right, a, right, it's a right. big sacrifice on your life. Right, right, right. And I, I remember some of the guys that were serious about it, they'd be in the gym for six, seven hours a day. Like that was their job. But much. It, that's too much, though. You know, you don't like. I always tell people, you don't want to overtrain. You're better to undertrain than overtrain. Because, okay, so what's a? Because you grow at home. You grow at home while you're resting. Right. You're sleeping. actually you're breaking Stuff. your body down when you're in the gym. Sure, sure, sure. So I mean, that's and it's hard for people to, to realize that. Right. Right. Now, so in in between reps and stuff like that, proper rest or just black, like kill you. All right. Like so. Um, you just you saw the Ronnie Coleman uh, documentary on Netflix, yes. right? And they said that like he was a guy who like killed himself. He was picking up massive amount of weight, and obviously his body's taking the toll for yes. it. But there were other bodybuilders around him that had a totally different philosophy on how they do it. And there's like guys in the gym now that their philosophy is if you can do twelve, just do ten, because then you can come back tomorrow and lift weights again. You know what I mean? So I don't know. What was your philosophy? I, I think you should lift to failure. You know, every every, right, every right. set. That's the Ronnie Coleman yes. thing, right? He was always lifting to failure and everything else. And he was, you know, an Adonis. The, the, the guy was like, what, a five or six time Mr. Olympia? Yes. No, he was no, I, I believe seven or eight times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So a lot, right, right? He yes. Was, and that's the, that's the biggest championship that there is in the sport. Yes. Right. So, um, right. So I, the different philosophies, but obviously – the philosophy of working to total failure does some damage to your body. Well, it does. I mean, everybody's different, though. I mean, we, nobody's got a crystal ball. Nobody could, you know, mm-hmm. look into the future. Right. You're, you're living for the moment. Yeah, for sure. You know, you're you're living for the moment. Try to get the best results you can. And I will say this: it's you, everybody sees these guys on stage, and oh, they look great, this and that. They're probably the most unhealthy people at that time that you're looking at. Why now? Why is that? Like the dehydration, you know, lack of water, the sure. drugs. You know, unless you're natural. Yeah. It just. But can anybody can anybody really be natural at the highest levels? Uh, no, and I think that yeah. pretty much goes for any sport. I mean, you got PEDs. It's no, and I'm, I'm a guy who always thought that you should, like they they should do it differently. The same thing with the like even the street drugs. They should do it in a way that's like instead of making it illegal, they should regulate it. Because they like now the science is so like in and dialed in on 
steroids and everything else. Like they've got the guy's levels and everything else. So if if you set up that everyone had to be set at the same level and then said, all right, now go hit the weights yes. and see what comes back I, with the best. Yeah, I agree with that. Because that would be, you know, and I know they're – the bodybuilding itself has fluctuated from enormous size to you know trimmed down and, and more symmetry and stuff like that. So like, where is it at today? Do you do you pay attention to anything? I still else? pay attention, but you back then it was just the Olympia. You had your big shows, you know, Night of Champions. Now you have the physique, the men's physique. You have the women's physique. So they're adding that category with the Mister Olympia. Okay, so that that's what's that? That's just a smaller guy. It's, it's a smaller guy, more athletic look. So okay. you know you're able to compete now, not you know having to be the biggest guy. Right, right, right. Okay. Which okay. we didn't have back then. Yeah. They right. you know basically brought that in in the last maybe five, ten years. When I don't know exactly when. Sure. But it's a nice thing you know for guys that aren't that big but athletically built. Yeah. To, right. To shoot for that. Right. Can, now, can you do that natural without any steroids? I, I would say if you have great genetics. Yeah, I, right. I, and I don't think you have to take as many drugs to look like that. Right. If you want to be a bodybuilder like a Mr. Olympia, it's a lot of drugs involved. Right. No, no, no. no. Yeah, right. That That's what I've always seen as far as, you know, yeah, you need to have some enhancements as far as the – because, like, the levels it, – It's I've watched some documentaries on steroid use – and they're talking about guys that your normal level is between five and seven hundred, and they're at three thousand. So it's not even you're not even in the ballpark of human. You're you're completely off the charts with with the steroids. And you know, I, like I've seen uh, guys that do the hormone replacement and therapy. You know, like older guys, and it, it, they still are keeping those guys in the five to like the, the normal range of yes. what they're supposed to be. But when you you know, I got two 17-year-old boys, and my big fear is always that, the you know, there's all kinds of stuff running around with guys that age. There were guys in school I remember growing up that did steroids. They'd come back from summer break and be like Oh, we've seen them. We've, 40, we've all seen them, guys. Right, 40 pounds heavier and holy cow. But I don't want my son messing with that stuff because, you know, like it shuts you down on – your natural production of steroids. So if your like normal level is 450 and you want to double your level, you you got to take 900 because your body stops creating what you're supposed yes, to. That's true. Right. So, I mean, ex- explain it. So like you said, your guy took you under his wing, and then started teaching you. Well, that was powerlifting. I didn't. Okay. I didn't touch any drugs when I powerlifted. Okay. I was all natural. Okay. Then I, you know, I I had, I had a two bulging disc in my back and right. had to go to therapy for two months. Okay. And I was told by the doctors you can't be squatting and doing the deadlifts that heavy. Yeah. That's when the owner of Heavy Metal Gym said, you know, I had I was already had the frame. Why don't you try bodybuilding? Yeah. And then I had a guy Brian Smith. Who was a cousin of a friend of mine? So ex- explain what the difference is, like lifting wise. Are you lifting way heavier weights to to power lift? You're lifting way heavier li- weights because when you're going to compete powerlifting, you're trying to lift this the most you can squat, deadlift, sure. and bench. So when you train, you're still doing that super super heavy all the time. Yes. Now bodybuilding, you still lift heavy, but like I always tell people, there's heavy exercises, light exercises, which yeah. which are your shaping exercises. Right. Um, you you have to keep them separate. Okay. You know, you keep your heavy exercises heavy, you okay. know, your 6 to 10 reps. Yeah. The light shaping, sculpting, you do 12 to 15. You don't want to go crazy on it. So so you're saying it's a different exercise. So if you're doing... So say like you do leg press. You could do yeah. leg press heavy for your legs or hack squat. Okay. Now, leg extensions is to separate your legs 
Okay. So you don't want to go heavy on them. You're not. It's not a. It's not a mass building exercise. Got it. Got it. So a lot of guys nowadays they don't really know. They're just doing it. Yeah. Right. 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 No. I mean, I wouldn't. Even when I was lifting weights, I wouldn't know any of that. I would uh, pretty much just uh, you know do whatever. I, I think I was try to stay in like the. 10 to 15 range in my reps and stuff like that and just worked out to when i got to be an adult and i was uh, contracting my workouts were mostly in the winter time and i worked out so i didn't get injured in the in the summertime like i just stayed fit because you know construction goes slow in the, in the winter and then picks back up in the spring yeah and you get hurt as soon as you go back to work so no i, I don't think i knew, ever knew really never once that i spent any time with a trainer none of that stuff i just but I mean, that's stuff people can learn on their own too. I mean, I I took it upon myself to learn about foods, diets. You know, even though I had a guy help me, he, yeah, he didn't hold my hand either. He there's stuff that I had. To so still now, do. when you say you learned about food, how did you learn about it? Just trial and error. It, 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 exactly. You you got to know like proteins, what what you got to eat, your carbohydrates, like glycemic index of carbohydrates. Like the higher the number, the harder it is for your body to burn it it can store it as fat okay that's all stuff that i learned because i wanted to get to that next level so okay let's talk about like that like so when you from your knowledge what was your diet like what were you eating when you were bodybuilding when you were like full out going juice everything when you were trying to be at the peak oh i was eating probably 500 grams of protein a day chicken egg whites lean so red five, meat 500 grams what's that in pounds I couldn't even tell you in pounds, but it, it was a lot. I mean, yeah, yeah, right. I, I mean, you're talking six meals a day. You're eating like three chicken breasts a meal. And Just forcing it in there. Yeah, I mean, basically you're forcing it in. Wow. wow. Getting up at 2 in the morning to eat that extra meal, especially when you're in the off season, to try to put some weight on. Now, that doesn't stop you from getting like, – that thought when you slept, you did the most growing anyway. I would set an alarm, get yeah, up and just get up I and mean, eat. when you have a goal and you really want to get to that goal, yeah. you're going to do whatever it takes. Sure, sure, sure. Uh so okay, so just a so your diet was just a lot of chicken and like you know. I mean carbohydrates, sweet potatoes, you know rice, oatmeal, stuff like that. But you know no no fried foods, no junk food. You're not you know. Yeah. You you gotta you gotta make the commitment if you really want to do it. Now was there any time like say you uh, you know just got done with a um, with a show or whatever. And so afterwards, could you just like bust a McDonald's and load oh, up on all that? Hell yeah! Yeah, right. right, right. <laughs> That's my boys. Same thing, you know. They they cut weight, make weight, and then they eat junk after the tournament. I mean, I mean leading up to the show, that's what you're thinking about. I want to do this show, and I'm going to get a shitty meal. Going to get KFC or whatever you can, right? So, uh, so I mean, you know, you're you cheated on your. You didn't like. It wasn't like a situation where you were like years without eating fried food or anything. No. So if if I wasn't getting ready for a show, I would have one cheat day a week because. What people don't realize on that, first of all, you can take all the drugs in the world, but if you don't have your diet tuned in, you're, you're not going to do shit. Right. That's number one. Right. But if you have a cheat day, because your, your body gets used to all that clean food you're eating. Now, if you go, say, like a Sunday, I would make Sunday my cheat day. Now, you put all this extra fat in your body. Your body, your body naturally speeds up its metabolism for two days after that. Okay. And now you're going back on your diet the next day. Yeah. So it's... it's it's going high. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you see the loss then. Yeah, so you're you're burning that up, but you're it's also accelerated for the next two days. Yeah, you right. put all that extra fat in you. Yeah. So okay, all right. I was always impressed with the guys that I saw like growing up that uh, you know weren't in sports and all that kind of stuff. But like you know, we get I get in a fight with a guy like that, and he was like a cigarette smoker and all that other stuff, and like 
never stayed in shape, but he still had like a physique on him. Like, you know, well, there's some guys that just naturally. Yep. That yep ha- and I'm right. not going to lie, I was jealous of them guys. Yeah, right. I worked my ass off, but, you know, them are the guys you were jealous of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there, there were guys in that. I mean, there were guys that had weird philosophies and stuff. There were guys that just were like, all right, I'm just going to do, you know, uh, a hundred of everything. They just just super high rep stuff, and I don't know if it was just genetics or what, but like some of that stuff worked for them. They looked like they, you know, were, were really ripped guys. And we had to work our butts off. I yeah no, I had to work real hard. When when we were young, I mean, I saw results pretty fast. Probably a couple weeks in there, you definitely saw a difference on you. And then same thing though. If I was gone for two weeks, it was you know it all went away. It was yeah, a, you know mess. But you uh, know you got muscle memory, so if you do get away, your body remembers when you yeah, come back. It, it doesn't take as long to, to bring sure, it back. Sure. So okay, so you're at you're at uh, it's uh, body center before that. That was it was body. I center. forgot it was body center. Yeah. Uh, heavy metal, you know, stuck in my head because that was a much cooler name. Well, body center, I didn't. That was the beginning, but heavy metals. That's who sponsored me when I competed. That's that was my main gym. Right, so. right, right. And I mean, I remember some. There were some crazy. There were some crazy steroid guys in there for sure. Just back, screaming. Back then, a yeah. lot of guys were on. Didn't a lot of guys didn't compete, but there's a lot of guys on. Okay, so on YouTube now, like I was like kind of scrolling through there and stuff. There's all kinds of guys sitting down giving advice, like straight up. Like I think the steroids are a different stigma today than they were when we were younger it was like every guy denied doing steroids back then it was all all, i'm all natural i'm all natural i'm all natural until they stop and then they're then they'll open up about it right 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 well but nowadays if you go online guys are just flat out like this is a fact of life you can't get this big without it and they'll talk about their that's true they're right they're doing three cycles or they're doing you know crazy stuff and then they have a psychologically have a they're supposed to come off and they have a hard time coming off they don't want to come off because you have you have to give your body a break i mean because you got receptors inside of your body that they close up after time so if you got if you're on a certain drug it only can accept that drug so say for 10 weeks yeah and your receptors will close up so if you keep taking that drug your body doesn't even take it in anymore so you're wasting all you're doing is killing yourself right so that's another thing i had to learn right how long these certain drugs you know, now certain drugs. When we talk about that, it's so it's not just testosterone. Oh, test. There's you know you got cutting drugs. Te- all your testosterones were bulking. So what on, are what are on, some I of on, these? I was on four drugs at a time at points. You know, right? I take like Anavar, Winstrol to cut up Prima Bolin. See now, I think like I don't know about you, but did you feel bad, like guilty about it when you were taking the drugs? No, because I had a goal. I was yeah. getting on a stage. Okay. And I knew for me to get on that stage, the level I wanted to get to, I had to do it. Right. I, don't, I don't regret any part of that life. No, 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 no. I, mean, I don't expect you to. So, but nowadays, like I said, it's all in the open. Like guys are just doing that stuff, and they're flat out on YouTube, just giving you the instructions on what to do. But here's the problem: I still help. I help numerous people with programs, diets, and I had one kid. He's 22. I'm helping him out right now. Yeah. I don't know if he has any goals, but he's like, I want to go on a sauce. And my first thing to him is, why? Why? Do you want to put something in you that could alter your health yeah. if you have nothing to shoot for? Yeah, and he's, he's got the genetics for it, so he's putting he's, on. I mean, he's bulky, but yeah. I mean, the day I stopped competing, I never did a steroid again. You know, I, right. there was no point of me doing them. Right. And if right. you look at bodybuilders, you like go back to the Lee Haney's, like you were talking about him watching the podcast with Joe Rogan. Yeah. 
he's he, you would never think he bodybuilding his life if you look at him today. No, no, it's, no, no. It's a no, short right, period right, right. of and a man. Dorian Yates. And it's stuff a short like that, period right. of your life right. because of the abuse that your body takes. Right. So you have to accept you're not going to look like that forever. So, so, what, what would you say the the like the for for a guy in that sport top of the game? What, what is the? I mean, what's the age? How did when do you age out? I left when I was 22. Yeah, that's most, young, right? And and like, do I regret it? Uh, there's certain things I regret. I had potential to be very good, but I already seen some of the dark sides of the drugs and that. Right. So I walked away with my health. But now that's set up in weight classes, right? Yes. So you're not a tall guy. I I was a middleweight in the last show. Okay. I took right. a year off. I put on probably 30 pounds. I went as a light heavyweight. That's what I was telling you earlier when I cramped up real bad. Yeah. And I had to leave. I got disqualified. But um, for my height, I was a little bit too tall for middleweights. But I was like a light heavyweight. I was perfect. A little bit shorter, but I could go in there. Yeah. Right. And, right. I mean, I thought about going back. But you know, I don't know if you know, at the time, heavy metal was kind of changing. They turned it into a powerhouse. And it, there was some stuff going on that we could talk the other podcast we'll do later yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. The and, owner, um, right? Yes. Right, going to come and in. And he we'll could talk. talk about that. But I just, I, it was time for me to go. Right, right. Okay. So how long uh, typically were you training for a show? Like what was the? I, probably 10 weeks out. I would start dieting. Right. But and then like all egg whites at the end or it was, whatever? Yeah, very low carbohydrates. Right. If anything, I was eating more vegetables and then um, lots of water. You kept your, you always keep your protein up. You yeah. know, you get some good fats in you. But to really thin your skin out, you got to really cut your carbohydrates down. Now, is there any difference now in the way that they do stuff? Because like my boys, I've talked to guys that were, you know, really good wrestlers 30 years ago. And the weight cutting and the things that they did it's not the way that my boys do it now. Like they do it completely. I don't say completely different, but those guys used to like be just on ice chips and starving themselves. My guys, they they don't miss a meal. It's just the right food. I th- I think to to cut up to get to that really thin skin look, it's basically the same. There's really no way to do it. It's that dieting is the same. Now maybe like bulking up, like you know, in the off season could be different. But I really. I do follow it, but I really don't pay attention to the diets anymore and, you know, what's going on with that. So is that a genetic thing, though? Like, if, so if a guy's got, like, because, I mean, some guys have thinner skin than, than other guys do. You know, like, if you're a boxer and you're a guy that's got thin skin, that's not good. You're going to cut. But if, if, you're, if you're a guy with, like, leathery skin, then you can take all the shots in the world. So, but I mean, I would, some of it is genetic, but like you said earlier, I was not a, a thin kid growing up. And no, I was no, one no, of the no, most no. cut up guys on stage every show. Right. I just meant your derma, like your skin itself. Is there a thinness or a thickness to a guy's skin? That's because I know guys that like, there's guys in boxing that cut easy, like the real easy. And there's other guys that you couldn't cut them if you had a wrench in your glove. You know what I mean? Well, like, I think anybody could cut it. It's, it all depends on how. If you want to sacrifice and go, it's you know go through it to do right. it. Right. Oh, so you think that the, the skin thins out? If yeah, no it might be what. harder for somebody else than it is for okay. You know the next guy, but I, it's possible. Right. I was always just like uh, when I read the um, muscle fitness magazines when we were kids, there was always like articles about like the guys that had the perfect starting point, like genetic wise, and, and you know when you see the. I always see people that feel bad or like embarrassed to go to the gym because they don't have the genetics for that. And then they got to go to the gym and they're like, you know, they're, they're overweight or they're super skinny and stuff. And some guys, 
it doesn't matter unless you cheat you're not cheat but like unless you change your steroids or change your genetics you can't you know there's guys that are just skinny guys they can't they can't put that weight on that's not going to happen so you know but there are guys out there like you said that you know they, they just look at a dumbbell and start you know getting yeah, bigger that, that's genetics right right i worked with a guy that he would go to lunch he would eat two cans of tuna and get fat and I'd be hitting a double bacon cheeseburger, and I couldn't put any weight on to save my life. I was just a thin guy all you the time. You were blessed. Right, right, right. No, as far as I could eat whatever I wanted to, as long as I worked it off, it was just a metabolism thing. Like, he, you know, he didn't just didn't process food. I'm sure the guy cheated and had, like, a half gallon of ice cream every once in a while here and there. But... Well, it's like the girls we went to high school with. They'd eat nothing on lunch, but they're still gaining weight. Yeah, right. right. Drinking a diet Some Coke. Of them, What's right. going on here? Right, right, right. right. You take them out to dinner, they get a salad, but... <laughs> Yeah, she's yeah, she's a big girl. Um, so okay, so so you decided you're gonna take bodybuilding seriously. How long was it before you? Uh, I took a guy to heavy metal gym with me one time. He worked out for one day. He looked at me and he goes, "How long have you been doing this?" I go, "I don't know, like five years. I've been lifting weights and stuff." And he goes, "Oh, the hell with this. I'm not. You know, I, I don't. I ain't got that." It kind takes of, time, like people. You yeah, you got to be able to right. You know. Right. It's, it doesn't happen overnight. No, it's sacrifice for sure. So how long was it before you were not? There's a different level shows, right? So you could do like an amateur show. Um, it took me about a year before I transitioned. I did the Southern Illinois and I won that show. And that same, I did, I can't remember the second show. I won the first two and then I went up to Milwaukee. I did the Muscle Mania, which was on ESPN. Oh, wow. And I, I won my class and I lost to this big behemoth out of Ohio. Because that show traveled back then. It was in Milwaukee, and then the next week it was going to Cincinnati. Okay. And he, I mean, I was in better shape. He just, this guy was 220 pounds. I'm 175 pounds. Right now, is that, so is that amateur or is that pro? That was, that was, it was an amateur show, but okay. on the MPC level, like a national amateur show. So when it's amateur, there's no money in it. There's no money in it. Right, Get just your trophies. trophy and go home. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 right. But, um. That's probably the. Nothing wrong with that. The biggest regret I have was when I did that show. The guy that trained me, like I mentioned earlier, Brian Smith, who turned pro later, he went to that show with me, him and his girlfriend. And I came off the stage after I was done, after I lost to this guy, you know, for the overall. Yeah. And he was up there handing trophies out because Brian won the Junior USA back in 1989. So they brought him up and his girlfriend, you know, she's like, Brian was so impressed with you. You look so good. You know, it made me feel great because here's yeah, yeah, a guy yeah. I looked up to. Sure. And I'm coming off. He drives all the way to Milwaukee to support me. Yeah. And he came up to me after the show and um, because I still had some weight I could put on. And um, he goes, hey, man, I could put on about five, six pounds on you within the week and you could beat that guy next week. I was just too burned out. You know, first year you do it and I was burned out. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I can't I can't do it anymore this year. I'm done. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And um. That's probably the only regret I have because, you know, here's a guy that turned professional sure. telling me, hey, we can go beat this guy. Right. And I was just, I, my body couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, you, you got to listen to your body. You know, he, and he was good about it. He, you know, I understand. and But that's the only regret. You know, I wish I, I, wish I would have stuck that extra week. Right, right, and right. And beat right, a guy right. that's 40 pounds heavier than me. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, you gotta, I guess anything you do, you're going to have regrets. I don't think there's anyone that ever regretted working too hard you don't regret any of the work that you did because that time of life pretty much set the path for me as a work ethic throughout my my life for my career all right so 
you know, I was around guys who did steroids. I was, you know, like there were guys that said I got them and stuff like that. And then there were the other guys, like I had a buddy I worked out with that would like act like he wasn't doing anything. We would work out. We'd be very similar in our workout. And then all of a sudden, his he would just take off. And I'm like, you know. You, it doesn't happen no, naturally. You gotta, <laughs> right, you got to be doing something. But he would say, no, 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 no. And then later on, I you would find out that he was. But uh, so I wouldn't even know where to start. Like, like. How did you know what to take? How much to take? Like somebody had to fill you in on that stuff, right? Like yeah, the guy that was training me, right? Yeah. Okay. So he kind of set me up. You know, he would tell me when I got stuff what was real, if it was real or not, and he kind of told me what what I needed. To now, do. do you mind if I ask how you got stuff? This guy selling it at the gym. At the gym, right? Right? Yeah. right no, that's what I figured. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. So guys selling it at the gym, and I mean, I'll be honest, I started selling it myself. You know, right, I had right. guys coming to me. You know, everybody, hey, can you get it? Yeah, you know. Sure. And I mean, you're paid for my own stuff. You're a walking billboard. You know, like, that's the only thing that the mats and cops. You know, all the cops used to go there. It's the only thing yeah. they told me: don't sell this shit inside of here. Yeah. Whatever okay, you do, okay. don't you know? Don't bring that shit and sell it in here. Do all the Frankfurt cops used to go there too. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, Kraus they're, and all the. They're some of the worst people. You know. <laughs> they were doing steroids too. So. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh so okay, so did you ever get sold something that the guy was like, "Oh yeah, don't take that." That's. Oh yeah, a couple times, not much though, because you know when you start getting that involved, and they kind of know that you know the circuit and. You know, they they kind of know not to sell you. Now, do you remember like what what were you taking and 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 like what was out there? I mean, because I think things are all different now. I saw. I was thing. back then. I like Anadrol. I don't know if you remember. Anadrol was one of the most potent. I remember and it, Deca and Deca. Some kinda... I took Deca, Anadrol, Test. Obviously, like Cestanon was like it was a tube with four different testosterone. Winstrol tablets. Winstrol V. Uh, something ball. D ball. D ball. Acapoise. Okay. Uh, Prima Bolin. Right, and then I would take like for a show. There's something called clenbuterol. If you, it's an asthma medicine. Asthma medicine. Okay. And what it does, it raises your body temperature like a degree and a half. So you would take that two weeks before your show. You didn't want to take it any longer. So then you sweat. It, or... it sucks the fat, right? I mean, it would just take everything off your waist. Wow, wow. So like, what? So what was the thing that was like the best? Like, uh, so yeah, because I don't want, you know. If you're a professional athlete, I think that, like I said, they should regulate that the same. Same with bodybuilding. They should say, okay, listen, everybody's levels are going to be exactly the same. It's going to come down to how smart are you and how much have you trained and how how your diet is. And and like I said before, 70% of what you do is your diet. This is what was told to me by Brian Smith. I don't care how many drugs you take. If you do not diet right, you will look like shit up on that stage. Right, right, okay. So... That well, certain things stick in my head that you'll never forget. Right. So you have to die right, no matter what. Look at Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, he he claims his longevity is because of the way he eats. And sure. Me being what I did. Yeah, he's not he, great he's, looking though. Have you seen his body? I don't. I don't look at man's men's bodies. Well, <laughs> you know they put pictures up and they make jokes about it. He looks like you know he's got the dad bod thing going on. He don't look like he's I look really, at his wife. Yeah, well, he does. He, but he does not look like an elite athlete. No, at all. But then again, like I don't know if you watch any UFC stuff. Ben Askren is a Olympic wrestler, and he's got. He looks like a you know doesn't look like he lifts weights at all. You know, yeah, not. I mean, not every athlete has to have that. Mm-hmm. so-called ath- athletic body no i'll tell you what in wrestling uh when you see a kid that's totally jacked and ripped you just have to wait them out because they gas out really really fast the lactic acid builds up so fast yeah. with all that muscle that you, you can usually get them in a third period but um so okay so 
So you go through trial and error. Anything you took that was like, I'm not, I've never taken that again. Did you learn anything? Like, obviously, this guy that told you stuff, he figured out or he learned from somebody else that that's junk or this is no good. Anything you took that hurt you? Uh, no. I mean, I took, like I said, Anadrol was the most potent drug that you could take back then. Now, what is that? It it, it, it made you very strong, put some size on you, but it was a it was a, in pill form, so it went through your liver twice. And, um, I mean, but it gave you massive headaches, but it made you strong as a is an ox. Oh yeah. So what? I mean, it's it's not a, it's not a steroid. It is a steroid. Oh, it's steroid. Okay. All right. But that was probably the one. I mean, that one I didn't feel right on it, you know, because of the headaches and that. Anything else I took really never affected like the way I felt. No. And what about? Uh, so you, how do you cycle that? What, what did you do? You did one month on or two months? That was six weeks. You didn't want to go more than six weeks because of the toxicity of it. Do, do you do everything for a certain amount of time? Then come off everything, or just come off of one thing and like switch it out? Well, like or? I told, said earlier, with your receptors, yeah, if you changes. knew, you can basically if you knew how to play the game, you could stay on it all year long if you really wanted to. Because if you switch drugs, your receptors will reopen, and if you're taking another drug, it's going to open for that. It's not. It's closing to one certain yeah, drug. Got it. Right. right so right, right, right. I mean, there's times I stayed on for a couple months, and then I would come off, get clean. But that's the key is if you're going to do it, you got to train harder when you're off of it to keep your gains. Okay. Everybody's going to grow when they do it. Right, right, right. So right, you right. want to train harder when you come off of it. Now, what about uh, I've heard things like uh, when you're when you come off steroids, you got to do estrogen blockers and all kinds of stuff. Or when you're on them, I think you're so Yeah, sick. for bitch tits. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Well, that and any kind of like, you know, I mean, I know that your balls are supposed to shrink and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, because... there's, there's drugs that bring them back. Yeah. Oh, really? But like for, like you said, like the estrogen. Yes, yeah. males do. They call them bitch tits, gynecomastia. Yeah. I mean, I actually had mine surgically cut out. Oh, wow. Yeah. So okay. I could never get them again. So. Oh, wow. Explain that. So wait a minute. Like, so you had like. Uh... I started getting them. So, I mean, in, it's it's a cosmetic surgery, but I found a surgeon that, you know, because males, and I mean, they can get breast cancer you yeah, ha- yeah, yeah you yeah, have right, right. you have the tissue to get it yeah so he basically put it down is something like uh, breast nodules because he knew i was competing okay and so my insurance covered it oh nice so nice. once i started getting them i didn't want it you know so he like it. removed your mammary or whatever yeah. the gland that's there he took it out completely yes. so then so then you never had that problem then like no you- not after like i said they started coming in and then i, I Put an end to that. Oh, wow, wow, wow. A lot of bodybuilders get it done, you know? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. That's something I totally never would have even. I mean, it sounds like, you know, the right thing to do, I guess, if you're in that in that profession. And I've but, seen studies now, you know, how they see, like, all these meats now have hormones in them that guys were getting it because of that. They don't even do steroids because of the hormones in the food you're getting. You know, oh, how they're pumping up right, these chickens right, right, and these steroids cows and everything that, else. You know, guys were starting to get it because of that. Never took a steroid in their life. Wow, you'd think you'd have to eat a shit ton of chicken to get that level of steroids I mean, everybody's that, body's different you know it's, yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah you yeah. don't know it's, right more more uh sensitive to it so okay so wow so that that's something anything else like that like i mean that that's uh, that's not something i've never heard of before like getting a surgery done no by. i never i really never had any major injuries from back in you know back lifting then no right. i don't know with what's going on now i'm sure it didn't help with you know having a shoulder replacement having to have my hips done yeah but I mean, my doctor says it's more hereditary than any of that, but I'm sure that all that pounding of your body probably brought on certain things earlier in life than it should have. Sure, sure. Did you know anybody that ended up with something else that that went on? Like what? I mean, I know that acne is a real bad thing with it and stuff like that. Like you can get some real. I mean, I I mean, I I know guys that died from heart attacks from taking it. You know, they these are guys that. 
been taking it their whole life, but down when they become 50, like you said earlier, guys don't know how to get off of it. It fucks it fucks with their head. Yeah, right, and right, right. You, it, it, what, you got to understand the consequences if you can't get off of it. Sure, sure, sure. Well, it's it's going to get you sooner or later. I watched a documentary on Netflix with a bunch of guys, and you know, as soon as they were start talking about like having kids and stuff, they were like, I got to get off yeah. because I can't, you know, reproductive wise, you're no good you know with that or if a guy just got a girlfriend he was like i gotta you know i gotta chill because it's not working out in the bedroom because it messes with you that way yeah i I think for me it was easier because i already had that solid base before i even took them yeah i was already a pretty built guy sure so for me it was easier just to say i'm still gonna be built yeah i'm just not gonna be this freaky guy that was 215 pounds yeah so you know and and i and i I still look good after i came you know i was still training my ass off yeah Right, right 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 i mean i yeah i don't know if so I don't know if when I was around you, you were on the juice or not, but uh, but yeah, you were. I mean, you were a big guy then too. But uh, you know, like just real wide. I remember, like yeah, one time you like picked me up, and I was like, holy cow! Like lifted me up, like I was lifted like on a forklift, like I just went right up. And another thing, like you see guys, like even like now, like you see these bodybuilders on stage, their pictures in a photo don't do them any justice. You have to see people in person because it's a. You would just freak out. Like I don't know if you like Kevin Lavrone. He was took second twice in the Olympia. He guest posed at the WrestleMania that I told you earlier. Yeah. Just to see him in person. I mean, you see him in photos and in person, just in awe. It's just crazy how they big. look. What way bigger? Oh, or? way bigger. Even the owner Jim Richards of the Heavy Metal. Even he said he goes, "Your pictures do you no justice." Huh. Wow. Wow. I mean, I get stopped on the streets, but I, I was, you know, I kind of kept under wraps. I kind of. I didn't go out. I didn't do it to go show off. I did it because I, I was shooting for a goal. Yeah, right, right, right. So now, did you ever go full pro? No, no. That was my goal, and you know, I did a couple, you know, national shows, and um, I placed top five every show except the last one. I got you know, I got disqualified because right, I had right. to leave. Yeah. But um, my goal was to be a pro. Yeah. And sure. after you know, I started seeing some of the dark side. Like you seen, I seen two guys. I don't know if you remember Muhammad Beniziza died in '92. Little short guy, professional bodybuilder. Yeah, no. Dehydrated, you know, died in a hotel the night before a show. And Andres Munzer. Wow. Now I'm, you know, you're starting to see. Now you start having a couple of things happen to you. You know, you 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 cramp up on stage and a couple other things, and you're like, you know, wh- okay, I'm shooting for this. And I know eventually I got to move on and take growth hormone because all these guys are doing it. Yeah, right, right. So right, you really right. got to sit down and say. Now, what's the difference in that? Like, I know that like that's got some effects where the guys' heads get bigger yes. and all that other stuff. But like, why would somebody take human growth hormone versus testosterone? Um, you get better gains. You you get bigger oh, right. off of it, and now, you and you keep them. You the, keep them gains. Okay, the new thing that I saw out there is SARMs. I you know somebody asked me about that, but. It's not even it's it's not a steroid. Okay. And you still have the side effects. And here's the thing is if you're gonna have the side effects, why not just do the real shit? Right, right. You know, right, what's right, the right, point right, of that? No, right. Right. I always you know, like I always get worried about young guys doing it because if you're not fully developed yet, I worry about where you're gonna go or what's gonna change like body wise for you. Um, you know, if a guy you know is nineteen years old and he's, you know, taking heavy amounts of testosterone and his body's production you know stops virtually when he comes off of it you know he's got to do something to jumpstart that yeah and you asked me earlier i don't think we ever answered a question about like when is the bodybuilder mature age wise yeah i i would say almost around 30 years old 
30 is like, that's it. Um, no, no, I think that's when you're at your peak. Oh, like your peak. 28 okay, to okay. 30. If you look at these, uh, you know, the Mr. Olympias, they're, they're in their upper 20s around 30. And they, yeah. they make their runs into their mid to late. You know, I was ahead of my time. I was developed, mm-hmm. you know, and it, I don't know what I could have did if I stayed with it, but I could have been dead too. I yeah, mean, yeah, that's, yeah. That's right, one right, of the right, things right, you got to right, sit right. down and kind of ask yourself. No, I think it's a it's a damn dangerous world because it's it's not regulated. Like like I said, if it was, and I, I mean, it's my libertarian side coming out where I'm. I think that street drugs ought to all be legal, and instead of prosecuting people for taking them, treat the people who've got a problem with it. Yeah, and then you know we we should have learned from prohibition of alcohol that didn't work we created a bunch of gangsters and prohibition of drugs has done the exact same thing so if we took it and we you know tried to make it legal where you could get it and then get help if you needed help and everything else and then it was regulated too you'd have less trouble with like right now those kids that are scoring heroin and they got fentanyl in it and they're dying yeah the doctor is obviously not going to give you that. He's going to give you the right dosage. Yeah, he's and going to give else. you the cleanest stuff he can give you. And the cleanest stuff you can get too. How about that? How like the when you were buying stuff off people, was any of it like dirty, like bad? No, most most of my stuff was legit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I came. So where up, does it originate from? A doctor? Of, you know, I know a girl that back was, then you could get scripts. I mean, there were certain doctors that would, but a lot of it came from Mexico. There's a couple guys in the gym that went down there, and I mean, they would spend twenty grand. Oh, down wow. there and somehow get it up here and sell it yeah so it was all legit and they were going to pharmacies down there you, know, you could buy anything down there and um <laughs> that's great uh yeah that, that, that is it's the wild west down there uh so a doctor would give you like straight up just write your prescription for it yeah that stopped in the early 90s because that's when doctors started get, getting pinched for it and okay you know back in the 80s before i even got in the game I mean, it was you could get scripts left and right from doctors for it. Yeah, I knew someone that knew a vet that I get, I did get my winstrel from a vet once. Yeah, that so. was like horse steroids and stuff yeah. like that. They that they were getting, uh, which that seems like a crazy thing to stick in your body, but if you're getting the results, but I, I mean, I agree with you saying regulated with any drug. Yeah, because a lot of these guys nowadays are doing insulin shot. They're not even diabetic and they're doing insulin. Like, what does that do? It, it insulin makes you grow. Oh, really? Yeah. So, but. There's a bodybuilder, was it two years ago, maybe last year? Dallas McCarver. Do you hear that name? 26-year-old. He was dating one of the WWE girls. Okay. And I seen him in Tinley Park because they, they had a show, um, The Wings of Strength. It was a professional bodybuilding show. Okay. So he was training at the LA Fitness. Huge. Yeah. And um, won the show. I don't know if he did the Olympia that year, but he ended up dying from an insulin coma. Oh, He wow, was taking wow. insulin on his own without being monitored. Right, they, right, you know, right. They said he choked on food because they don't want the black eye right. in the sport, but he died of an insulin coma. Right. So if you if you did something, so like what I'm saying, would that be possible? Because I don't, you know, I don't know anything about it. But if you took guys in and you did the same kind of testing that they do for like the Olympics, where they really, really scrutinize everything, all your levels, and they tried to say that, listen, you got to be. We understand you're going to be a professional bodybuilder, and you want this huge, abnormally, you know, horse like build on you and i think people that like i've seen horses where i'm amazed at like a thoroughbred horse wow oh yeah it's a muscular animal but so in a doctor the doctors are in there and they're like listen a normal range is five to seven hundred on your testosterone we're going to allow you to be nine to twelve hundred but that's it and you know they keep everybody in that range wouldn't it be a fairer sport if everybody was in that range, because I mean, guys would try and cheap it. You couldn't. It, I mean, tested. it would be fair and it would be safer. 
too. Right. You know, if you're getting checked by a doctor, but let's be honest, if you if that's your rules, and you, this guy's you know I want to get bigger, I'm not liking the way I look. He's gonna go out and you know he's gonna break well, the rules. Right. And, but if he's getting tested, yeah, I mean that's gonna he, be up to him. That right. He's he can't. Get, he'll right. Get, you right. Know, he'll get you busted. Can't, yeah. You great. You'll get busted. Right. Uh, because I honestly like I look at it like if you're a major league baseball player and taking testosterone or taking steroids can elongate your career for five more years and it's regulated by a doctor and it's safe i'm a spectator i want to see the guy that can hit the furthest and and that's how i feel i mean in back when sammy sosa and mark mcguire had that home run chase they brought baseball back that's that's my biggest thing now you're going to say it's such a black eye on the sport if it wasn't for that they brought baseball back. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and every, like you said, everybody loves them 500-foot home runs. Who doesn't? It was fun to watch them hit 70 dingers let, in a year. Let them all take it and regulate it. And right. Let's let's watch the balls fly out of the park. Yes, and make but make it. I mean, make it even. Make it all come down to how hard did you train? How you know your diet? Like you said, is 70 percent of it. But if you just made it that it was, you know, we're going to test everyone that's going to be right in this. Because right now, what they do is a joke. It's like random testing by, you know, they just test yeah. some guy they know is not on it or, or whatever like that. I mean, and you got to train your ass off. I train, you know how I was back then. I trained my ass off. Go in on Christmas Day. I had a key to the gym. I train. It just steroids don't do anything unless you train your right. ass off. Right. Right, right, right. I mean, look at Dorian Yates. He'll, that's that's right there as a man. He took a lot of shit. Yeah. But ain't nobody ever trained harder than him. Right. He right, come right. to the Olympia, he'd be gone back to England. Wouldn't see him again for a year. Right. Come back thirty pounds heavier the next year. I mean, it's because he trained his ass off. Who was the guy Platts that had the he, thighs? Yeah, that was were, Tom Platts. Yeah, Tom Platts that had those like. The, yeah, his thighs were like. But then Paul insane. DeMaio, you remember Paul DeMaio, Quadzilla, they called him? No, no. He came he came about in the 90s, but he, he died of a, he might have been a heroin overdose. Oh, wow. See, that's the problem is a lot of these bodybuilders, when they, even, say they come off, they transition to another drug because they, they can't accept, so they start doing something else. Yeah, so the psychological is what you're talking yeah. about, right? You, you get depressed and everything else. Yep. So how did that affect you? I mean, did, didn't affect me at all. No, no. Some guy's just different. Yeah, I just walked away and I kept training and. You know, I did what I did. Yeah, right. Because like I said before, I trained natural when I was, uh, you know, it's. I knew I would still look good. Yeah, sure, sure. And that was your main concern was looking. I mean, I always wanted to look good, but like my. Well, I, like, I wanted to stay fit. I, I, I made, you know, I lost all, the, all that weight. And then, you know, even though I knew the bodybuilding time was over. Yeah. I'm, it's still part of my life. And well, I yeah, still want right, to look right, good. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, everyone should want to look good for sure. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that like when I, when I lifted – I kind of took a different like view on it. I, the looking good part for me was a byproduct. I, I always wanted to be like uh, core strong or, you know, like just certain things that I wanted. Like I wanted uh, functional strength over cosmetic strength yeah. sort of a thing. So, you know, like everyone looks in the mirror or whatever like that, but that really wasn't what I was doing. And then some of the stuff that I did, like if I was, you know, boxing or something like that, then – like that's you're not lifting weights at all. No, but I mean, but everybody has different goals. You go to the gym. Yeah. Not everybody wants to be, you know, Mister Olympia. No, everybody's got different. Well, goals. I think everyone wants to be. They just don't want to. And work like that you hard. said earlier about you, like people are intimidated. You yeah. know, you got a skinny guy, a fat guy, mm-hmm. or whatever. All my years of going to the health club gym, I've never looked at one person and say, "Oh man, they're fat or they're skinny." They're there trying to better themselves. No, and that, I think that's the problem is a lot of people think that they're going to be judged. When them people in the health club or the gym are doing the same thing you're doing. Yeah, just on a different level. They're on a different level. They really don't 
they're not they don't care how you look. You're there, you're you're part of that club, you're there to better yourself. Sure. I think that's what people need to realize. Instead of being oh I'm intimidated. Yeah. Hey, people are gonna accept you for the fact that you're coming there trying. Yeah, just get in the gym and do your thing and, and right, you're trying. I mean, there's some people that really let themselves go and I'm sure it's difficult to go out anywhere, let alone the gym and you know, look look terrible. But uh so yeah, so you know, the 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 average person, you know, they everyone needs to work out a little bit more. But like you and the people that were doing that, like sometimes I even looked at them. Don't take it the wrong way, but I looked at some of those guys like they were no, they had body dysmorphia so bad. The guy was enormous. He was you know like built like huge, and still was like looking for some other thing drug wise or whatever to give him an edge because he he felt like he was too small yet. You know it, that's I mean? that's a mental thing. And, yeah, the you know, body dysmorphia. Every, everybody right. looks in the mirror at themselves way different than other people look at them. Right, 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 right. And, you get, I mean, you get, there's always some guy that's smaller than that guy that's you know wishes he was that big. But I kind of looked at him the same way. Like I said, don't take it the wrong way. As a person that was bulimic or anorexic, they're just trying. Like they're super skinny already, but they're trying to get skinnier. Yeah. And it was to me, it was like wow, like what you know. It's like, all, it is a where, sickness. Yeah. You know, where you, do you stop? It's it's like they wrote an article when Mohammed Benaziza died. It was in I can't remember. It was in Muscle Fitness Flex, one of the magazine. The name of the article was "Dying to Win." Now, do they? Does the sport itself do things like like the NFL right now is trying to do everything it can because they're losing numbers big, like you know youth footballs dropping off and everything because of all the concussions and stuff. So they're doing a bunch of things to try and change the sport. Does bodybuilding do things to try and when guys like that die, it's got to be a big. They try. They they basically brush it under the rug. They yeah. don't want that black guy. You know. I mean, everybody involved in it knows what's going on, but the general public they don't want to come out and tell the truth. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know what goes on in like the NFL, but I would think that steroids is probably a normal thing for most of those guys too. Well, it's like the the concussions now. I mean, that's nobody knew about that before. No, I mean, right. look at all these guys that have hip replacements, all this other stuff because they play it all their year. They can barely walk. Yep, they don't want people knowing all that stuff. You know, right, right, right. It's a black eye on them. Yeah, no, no, for sure. You I know, mean, it, it goes with anything. People want to brush it under the rug. Let's forget about it. Yeah, keep making let's, the money and let's keep, move on. Right, right, right. Get new athletes in there, but uh, so yeah, I mean, I always looked at it like definitely like those guys were doing something dangerous to themselves as far as that went and then when i was told about the person that was like scoring steroids from the uh from the vet and stuff i was like you have no idea what you're putting in you but you're doing it off of the off of the recommendation because you were going off recommendations when you first started off somebody that he had never degree just a guy lifting weights too i mean obviously he had the results but he could have dropped dead you're trying to get somewhere, and you, you don't even think about that at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's it's a yeah, it's a weird, weird thought. Now, uh, today, nowadays, uh, tattoos are, are far more you know prevalent thing. Is that something that's a, a no no in the? I don't see a lot of really tattooed up bodybuilders. No, I mean it's 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 not looked as a good thing when it comes to bodybuilding. Right. I mean, there's guys that have them. I mean, Dorian Yates had a couple, but nothing crazy. Right, right, right. Like no, yeah. not the full vest. Yeah, most guys that do it don't, they don't, they stay pretty much clean, you know, without that stuff. So Right, because it's a judgment uh, yeah. on their body. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a very political sport too. That's another thing, you know. It's a know. very political sport. You can look the best and they still, 
you know, guys, you know, want to kiss a little butt hair and, you know, and I was never the type to do that. Yeah, sure. And, you know, it's, I'm going to train hard and if that ain't good enough, then, you know, it is what it is. Right, right, right. And, um, it's, you know, it just, you got to train hard, man. There, you don't, there's no ass kissing to get anywhere. You right. Know what? If you want to give somebody first and they don't deserve it, everybody sitting in that crowd knows. So what advice would you give to like a guy who's, you know, he's the same age as you, you know, he's a... You know, he's a, a 17, 18, 19-year-old guy. He's in the gym. So you said you're working with a 22-year-old yeah. right now. Like, hey, you deterred him? You said, why? why you know, yeah, why? Why? Yeah. First of all, if you're going to do it, get your diet straight first. Number right. one, make sure you're training hard. You really want to do it. And then um, if you want to do you know what? I wouldn't say not do it, but don't do it for no reason. Right. If you have a goal and you want to get on a stage, or even if you wanted to be a professional football player, you're, you're, you're setting goals, but if you're doing it because you want to go out and impress little Susie or something, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. an idiot. Yeah, no, right, right. I mean, right. Why, why mess with your body, you know, if you're... Yeah, because you are messing with it. Yeah. I mean, you're, yeah. Uh, and not, like, I've... There's all kinds of studies out there that I've seen, and, I like, I don't really, you know, go too deep in on it, but, you know, there's studies that, like, in moderation, like, guys don't have... I mean, there's guys that have been on the... Uh, uh, TRT, the testosterone replacement therapy, for ten years. Well, it goes with anything. Anything in moderation. I yeah, mean, you but have... these are guys that are staying within the normal level. They went and tested. They were a little bit low, and they brought them back up to the higher end of the range. Well, that's the problem, though. Okay, you start taking some stuff. Now you see yourself, man. I'm growing. I just put on twenty pounds in two months. Well, if this much does that. Right. I'm gonna go do a couple more things. Yeah, sure, it's sure. A very, it's an addictive thing. And I mean, it doesn't, you don't, it doesn't alter your, the way you feel. Right. You know, it doesn't, it just, it's, it's addicting, you know. What's the legal, so a guy gets caught with, uh, you know, hopefully that's changing coming up soon, but a guy gets caught with an eighth of weed or, or cocaine or something like that. He's, you know, there's a certain amount and he's going to go to jail. There's a certain amount of these over, it, you know, they call it distribution. Yes. So what's the steroids is the same thing? Is there it, a- it changed back when I was in the game. It wasn't a class X felony. It was a misdemeanor. Now it is. So I don't know exactly what it would take to put you over that amount to, you know, consider it distributing. I have no idea. But if you're caught with that, you're talking about doing it's class some... class X felony, yeah. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah. What yeah. is it? So you're doing some big time? I, I don't know how. I mean, if you're a first offender, I don't, you know, you could probably get out of it if you got nothing, you know, maybe some probation. But, yeah, they, they look at it the same as any other illicit drug now. Right, which seems crazy. It seems like one drug is... Because you know, it doesn't impair you. It's not like you can't. You're not going to get in your car after you do a shot and start weaving all over the road. You know. Right. Right. No. No. It's, it's, it's definitely a performance enhancing, not not the other way. But but how about uh, like I knew some guys that were pretty good athletes uh, and even like college like good wrestlers and stuff like like top of their game, and they were still like partying with cocaine and stuff like that. Are bodybuilders just the same? I mean, if you'll put that stuff in your body, we put anything in your body. Um, I, I don't see you as a guy that, that no, ever was I, that. But. I doubt. You know, if you're really shooting for that goal, you're you're really not going to go off that that path. You know, right. you're going to do your steroids, growth hormone, whatever. Now, I've heard of guys doing cocaine because it speeds up your metabolism. Oh, like to actually help with the bodybuilding. Yeah, but you're not going to go out partying. You're, okay. You, you know, you you got your goals. It's a pretty strict lifestyle. You know, even though. 
with the, the steroids and that. You're, it's a pretty. Wasn't there sp- something in Pumping Iron where Schwarzenegger was like smoking pot or something? I like think that? so. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he would always like he'd go out after a leg day. He even said he'd go drink beers. You know. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but right. No, the illicit. No, the, it's you're already putting too much stuff in your body anyway. Why do you want to even add fuel to the fire? You know. Right, 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 right. I just you know I just it's, it seems like a totally different thing to be doing as far as that goes. And then I remember the, the only tips I ever got. Because I, I mean, I never did any anything, uh, you know, I, I, the the supplement stuff. And I mean, most of that's junk as far as the stuff you get from GNC. I mean, that's just all. I mean, you could get good protein powder, stuff like that. But right. when you start talking about aminos, if you eat the right foods, proteins, you basically get all your aminos out of that anyway. Right. So when you were taking the juice and stuff, you weren't like buying $400 worth of supplements. I was taking supplements, but nothing crazy. I took a good, like a vitamin mineral pack. Okay. And, um, you know, I took some aminos that were, that broke down in your body during your workout. It wasn't right. the whole boatload of them, but, you know, you replace them while you're working out and after. So I think my boys are taking, like, branch chain amino acids. Yes, that's what they are. That's the ones that break down in your body while okay. you're working out. Okay, so that's out. a good thing. Yes. Okay, so they're, they're taking that, and then they're taking some kind of, like, uh, I can't remember what the other one is, the, but there and then uh, that's it. Like oh, some fish oil and stuff like that. Like yeah, that's nothing, good for your joints and your heart. Right, right, right. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing too major. But I think they have friends that are, you know, taking creatine and uh, all kinds of different the SARMs and, and and stuff like that. And I mean, I would just rather they stayed away from that stuff. To be an athlete in the high school level, I don't think it's necessary. No. Um, like you said earlier, your body's still growing. It's changing. Why do right. you want to alter any of that? At that yeah, well, I don't want to alter anything. But when you're being competitive and you got a goal, like you said, sometimes it's hard to make sure that a guy's not doing that thing. And for me, when I see someone, and I've seen a couple guys that for sure it looks like you know, you're doing something, uh, it, it's, it's a little frustrating to see that because it's like, you know, hey – you know, you're cheating. You're not being yeah. fair with, with this situation. Um, so, yeah, I, I would like to see it in a, on a professional level, definitely just regulated and, and everything. And I wonder how that would change the sport because there's a lot of sports where the, you know, cycling and all that where steroids are abused. But I got to think that bodybuilding's got to be the one where it's like, you're doing what? It's it's crazy. Yeah, it, It's right, crazy. right. Right, because I mean, you're looking for freakish results, and you see guys that are, you know, uh, like uh, Clemens and stuff like that. Guys that don't even look like they're getting muscular at all were accused of doing steroids, and they could have been, but probably never on the level of like a Lou Ferrigno yeah. or, or, or anything like that. That where they're where they're really killing themselves. Who was the Olyle Alzado who like end up with brain right, yeah, can- exactly. brain cancer? But now they there were doctors that said that it's not necessarily you know, uh, what are they, correlation doesn't, isn't causation sort of a thing. Like, you, you can't say for sure that that's what it was. But he, Lyle Azeda was positive that it was the, all the shit he put in his body that, that killed him in the end. Well, like Mike Matarazzo, if you remember him from the 90s. No, bodybuilder? Professional bodybuilder. Yeah. He died of heart failure. And he, he. Because he your claimed, heart's a muscle. Yeah, he claims it, it was all from the steroid abuse. Right, and your heart just keeps getting bigger and bigger yeah. along with everything else. Now, do you ever – you weren't at it for that long, but, like, guys that are doing it for, like, a Schwarzenegger, he obviously was at it for, for quite a while. And then probably through the movie stuff, Conan the Barbarian, I'm sure he's still doing steroids and everything else. I think back in that era, though, it wasn't so rampant. It wasn't to the excess of what guys are doing now. You know, I think 
Because if you look at the physiques now and look at them back then, yeah. there's a big difference. He was a genetic freak, Arnold. Right. I mean, them guys weren't – they don't have the crazy looks now. They were doing stuff, but not – to the craziness of what you're seeing now with the insulin and all that craziness. So yeah, I don't think, I think they did it more in moderation back then. Well, the, the cyclist guys, they're like taking their own blood out and blood doping yeah, and then that. putting the blood back. So like, yeah, well, that's what I said earlier. You, people will do whatever it takes to get that edge. Big science behind a lot of that stuff. And then like the, what was it? The Russian uh, Olympics, the, 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 there, the, it was a state funded, like state scientists yeah. were working on how to get, this thing done and pass the tests and everything else. So yeah, no, no crazy, crazy stuff. And it's never going to end. No, somebody's always going to look to get. No, that no, end. and I, I, I don't have a, a feeling that honestly it it shouldn't. I think it's a especially in this country, it's a free country, and you should be able to do whatever you want to. I think that if they shed more light on it, that it would be safer. People are going to do it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, guys were here going all the way down to Mexico and getting all this stuff. And I remember seeing some of these guys driving shitty cars, living in their parents' basements and stuff like that. You know, you're doing all you're doing all that work. That's like a full time job for a trophy. Yeah. No money. That's what people are they're trophy hunting. Right. And right, you're you're right. you know you're sacrificing your health too. Yeah. Sure. 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 So I mean, if you had any way to to go back, how would you do it different? How would I do it different? I probably wouldn't do it different. No? No, I, tr- I trained hard. You know, I never kissed ass. I did it my way, and, you know, I got out when it was time and kept my health, you know? Yeah. The only thing, like I said earlier, I would have did that show back when I was 19. I right. would have did that right. show. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that, yeah, that you don't have the, those sort of regrets. Uh, Another thing, like, when it comes to bodybuilding, you got to take some criticism from people, like people that don't look like a bodybuilder. Like, you get judges, you know, that, you know, they'll criticize you and... I remember one time one of them was at heavy metal and he kind of, you know, give me some criticism earlier about what I need to work on. And I'm looking like, what the fuck are you? You know, you look fucking you're 110 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. But he's a judge, you know, it's like, you got to, you got to listen to these guys, you know? And I learned over the years, like, just listen to people, man. They're, you know, they're trying to help. You might take it negatively, sure. but if you want to keep moving anything, you might want to listen to what I'll people have what, to say. I tell my boys to listen to every single person and then just try and discern what's good information what's bad information never give any especially if they're an adult you you know always respect an adult no matter i don't care who it is and there are tons of coaches that are handing out advice that's not the greatest advice in the world and i'll get like their high school coach going to me like hey you know make sure not listen to this guy like relax like they're listening to you you're their their coach but you know, I, I tell them that they got to respect every single adult yeah. that that's been there and done that. They got to listen to them. Like they don't got to do what they're saying, but they got to just take it in and be respectful and everything else. Because people that have been through something, they have a lot of advice. That's part of the reason. Like I was doing the podcast was there's all kinds of people that have been down a path. Some of them learned from a bunch of mistakes. They never made it anywhere, but if they could redo it. They would have changed X, Y, and Z, and they're sure that they would have ended up, you know, in the right spot, sort of thing. So, you know, you got you got to learn from whoever you can learn from. Uh, how did you like? Were your parents super supportive of the whole thing? My dad was. My mom hated it. Oh, why? Oh, she hated. It. She knew it with the drugs. She just she thought I was. She just you know she's seen how much the effort I put into it, and 
She just she did not like it. No, huh? No, she never wanted. She didn't go to one of my shows ever. No, huh? Oh, no, wow. she would. You know, she wished me luck, and but I, I I think that's awesome. She stuck to her guns. You know, that's what she felt. And, well, she was kind of right, right? I mean, you were doing things that weren't oh, yeah. regulated. You don't. She didn't. You don't know what you're putting. I mean, your, you know, dads are dads. They don't. They see you. They don't give a shit what you're taking. You know, they just say, "Man, look at my son. How big he is." Blah, yeah, yeah, blah. yeah. Doing real good. But you know, it's like you know, like my mom. She knew what I was doing, but she never really seen it. I mean, come on, you know how big I was. It's like yeah, right, right. You right. know. But the one time I took a shot in the bathroom and I left the needle on the counter and got I got caught and I got caught and for her to actually see that really she started crying you know it's like and I you know I basically you know she's like I want that shit out of here blah blah I go listen I'm doing it here or, come on you I, I've been doing this for how many years now let's you know yeah you know my dad's I, like you stupid ass I hate you needles know, I, I couldn't do you? it I couldn't even do it myself I don't think I I I don't even like to see someone putting a needle if they have it on like a, on a movie or something I'm like oh you know I can't can't even handle it. Like looking at it, I, it's not the pain thing. Like I don't care about that. It's something about the needle going in there. I mean, the first time you're doing that, nervous? No, <laughs> not at all. You knew what you were gonna get yeah, out of it. I knew exactly what I was getting. So <laughs> that's great. That's great. All right, man. Well, I don't know. I got a lot of info out of it. Uh, we're an hour and uh, five minutes in. Um, anything else that you can think of that you really would uh, go over? I mean, uh, no, I think I th- that was like my perspective because I kind of lived my life in a bubble back then, you know. Yeah. And I like I told you, like I want to do a podcast with Jim Richards who owned Heavy Metal Gym. Sure. Kind of give you his outtake on how I was in the now, gym. Now does he own a gym now? No, he owns Apex Incorporated and in, yeah, like over it's in a, Atlantic. Okay. But um, like we were talking on the way here, and um, that was a fun part of our lives, you know. Even he he gets excited about it, you know. It was like. And, um, now, is he a bodybuilder guy? No, or? he wasn't a bodybuilder, but he's excited. He wants to do the podcast. You know, it was his place. He, I was his guy. You know, he sponsored me. And, yeah. And, um, now, that was, the, that was the spot, right? That's that where was all the, the, south, body- the south side spot. Like, back then, you had heavy metal mm-hmm. over in Madsen. You know, that's where we went. Yeah. And then we had you had Quads Gym out of Cal City, which that was where my guy, Brian Smith, Timmy Smith, were out of. That's not there anymore. There's one up in the city. Okay. And Eddie Cohen, if you ever heard that name. Strongest man pound for pound ever. Really? Out of Evergreen Park, 74 world records powerlifting out of that gym. Wow. Then you had, um, like up north, you had the yuppie gyms, like the world gym, powerhouse. I'm trying to think of the other ones around here that were. Do any of those oh, exist L's, anymore? L's gym in the city was a big one. Is there like a Golds and a Worlds and all that stuff anymore? Up north, I still think Schomburg might have one. But, oh. I mean, you're going to more of these Lifetime Fitness, LA Fitness, mm-hmm. Anytime Fitness. Like we were talking in a way here. So like, nowadays, does a, nowadays a bodybuilder goes to LA Fitness and works out. I mean, it, you don't see as many bodybuilders now that you did back then. You know, yeah, back then right. you've seen a lot more. It's not. It's not like even if you do see one, it's like people are like, nobody's impressed by it. You know, like we were talking in a way here. Like back then, like heavy metal, it was dirty. You know, old machines. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. everybody wants clean hand wipes. They want to wipe everything down. Like I told Jim, I go. I never once wiped the fucking piece of equipment down, and I ain't gonna start doing it now. Right? You know right. that's that's. I, I don't think that I felt like uh, like I was in someone's basement at heavy metal. Like it was in the little strip mall thing. It wasn't like. But super see, it originated clean. in Chicago. Then they moved to Oak Forest. Okay. That's when I was powerlifting in a little warehouse. Yeah. And then um, then they when Body Center went out, they ended up moving out there. Right, right, right. No, it I, wasn't like a warehouse. It was nice. It was, you know everybody was you know it was. 
it was good people. In yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I enjoyed going there and everything else. Uh, I do remember like there being some. There was at least three or four guys that were like just screaming in the mirror and everything else. And like, yeah, oh, I was oh. one of them. I was like, there's no need for that. No, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, no. I look forward to getting uh, Jim on and talking. I'm sure he's got some some stories as to like you know some crazy shit that went on. Uh, I remember there being. I don't. I remember ever seeing it there. But someone told me that. Like guys used to throw their needles into the ceiling. Not in heavy metal. There was a, I think it might have been Hammers Gym in the city. Okay. Yeah, there was. Okay. They, they would find the needles. They take their shot and throw them up. Throw That's them what I'm saying. Back then, almost everybody was doing it in the gym. I mean, I would say half the guys were doing it. Right. And um, I almost wish I would have done it just to see what you would have gotten out of it. But hey, you know what? But you you got guys. Nobody had goals. Nobody had right. goals. And then you get the shit talkers. I remember. Oh, I'm gonna do a show. I'm gonna beat you because you know I wasn't that. I mean, I was big when I wasn't. You know, these guys are six foot two and I'm five, eight and a half. You know, my work, my my thing to them was, well, fucking start dieting, get into a show and see if you can beat me. Stop talking about it. I was working out next to a guy one time and he was not built at all. And uh, he's looking in the mirror and he's like, all natural. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I could tell. Looks really natural. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Looks like it's on the couch. I don't know what you're talking about. And like, I've, I've had guys there that, you know, they would actually start dieting for a show and two weeks out they had enough. You know, it's a very, it's very hard. It's a very. They would quit. They would quit. I mean, oh, when you're wow. in the off season, you're trying to get big. It's great. You can eat. You know, but when you're getting ready, it's 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 hard. It's yeah. tough. I mean, yeah, and we're talking about. I, I mean, people that are listening, I, I hope they get that we're talking about. You're not just going to the gym, lifting weights, and trying to eat right. You're eating six meals a day. It's, you're it's eating, a twenty-four hour like, sport. Like we looked up, my boys looked up uh, the Rock's diet, and it was like six pounds of fish the guy was eating during a day. Like it was. I mean, you got to make that. I mean, it, you're yeah. not only training; you got to make your food. You got, and then if you're especially right. when you're getting ready for a show. I remember my cousin's wedding in '92. I actually went home at the reception and ate dinner, but I was stood up in the wedding. I had to bring my cooler with me to make sure I got my meals in. You I can. mean, that's dedication. Right, 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 right. So it's not, right, it's, it's, it is it to an extreme, like your entire life. So like the wrestling stuff with, with my boys, which I always keep bringing up, but it's a totally different thing when you have a kid in wrestling than you have a kid in baseball or football or basketball. My sons are never not thinking about what they're doing if it's lunchtime i can't eat the twinkies i can't have if you're a football player you can eat whatever the hell you want to eat yeah make it if you want to be a really good football player obviously make it to the gym do the practices you're supposed to do these guys it is for my guys it is they wake up in the morning and it's like all right it's tuesday i gotta weigh in on thursday every morning they're on the scale some people have said to me like you know oh your kids are going to have eating disorders and all this other stuff the only eating disorder my guys are going to have is that they eat healthy and that's it yeah and they eat everything that you that you give them as far as that goes but it is a full-time job i mean you obviously when you do it's an obsession you're you had to be thinking about that concept. You got you, tunnel vision. Right. I mean, nothing else matters. Right. You, got you tunnel couldn't vision. you couldn't go to a wedding without bringing a cooler. Obviously, you couldn't go to a job. Were you working? Oh yeah, I was working. I was going to Moraine Valley, and right. then I was working at Turtle Wax in Orland. Okay. You know, I mean, and I actually had a good group of guys I hung out with in Oak Forest that accepted. You know, because a lot of people don't accept that. You know, you go out, you're you're eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and everybody's out drinking. You know, I didn't want to be around that, but these guys, my buddy Kevin Smith, Mike Smith, his cousin Brian is the one to train me. Yeah. I'd go out there. Nobody bothered me because I wasn't drinking. They just wanted me to come out, hang out. They called me Davion because I had my Avion bottle. <laughs> and, you know, they, they accepted, 
you know, it's kind of, you, you know, it's it's hard. It's a hard thing when people, you're putting yourself through that. A lot of people don't understand you're why. You're sacrificing. Yeah. Like, I understand what your son's. It's it's an individual sport, even though it's a team sport. Yeah, you got to dig deep down inside and ask yourself, what do you want? And you got to pull a lot of that out of you to get there. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, especially when you're struggling. Right, wrestling's a weird one because it's a it's an individual sport, but it's also like the if the team stinks, then I think it's even more difficult to excel all on your own because you're the only kid in the room working really hard, and, and no one's taking it seriously, yeah. but you have to. So it's better if the team is good. But the team result doesn't matter in the end because the end result is trying to get the state and and place on the podium, you know, at state for that sport. And you know, I I would equate it to being similar to the bodybuilding thing because you have to be, you know, you can go to the gym and look good, you can you can you know uh, get ripped, whatever you want. But the bodybuilding thing to be in the elite. It's got to be full time. It's it is full time. Yeah, right, 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 right. Well, it's good. I you know I, anyone who's passionate about something, that's that's what I'm always looking for for a podcast. And uh, you know, like I said, the gym guy, when you know, in a month or so, if he gets you know time, I got a bunch of podcasts. Yeah, like books. I said, he uh he he was looking forward to it. I think it, that'd be even a little bit more interesting when he could tell his insight. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, he was how long did he have that place? Oh, I mean, he probably had it about. A good six, seven years, eight years. Right, right. So he's probably seen some people through there for sure. So, all right, cool. Well, if you don't have anything else to add, then uh, we'll look forward to next time. I think the next podcast will get a little more when he can bring some other stuff out. Yeah, good, 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 good. All right, cool. Let's let's wrap it up. All right. Uh, As usual, subscribe to my channel, like the video. Uh, You know, I've looked forward to seeing more more subscribers and uh, more podcast listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Dirty up everything I worked for, so it made me.